Right now, though, we head to France, and joining us out of France uh, is the man who is he is the voice of rugby in Argentina, Frankie Davis. But he isn't in Argentina at the moment; he's in France. Uh, g'day, uh, Frankie. How you doing? Good evening, guys. How's everything over there? Yeah, everything is good here, mate. Everything is good. You must be absolutely fizzing. Argentina likes playing in France. Hey, I mean, I think last time you made a mm. semi-final, it was also in France. Yeah, not the last time. I mean, this will be our third semi-final. First was in France, 2007, and that's what actually opened uh, the doors to the rugby championship and eventually to Super Rugby. So it's very well remembered. And then the second one was 2015 in England when we lost against the ABs in the opening game and then lost to the Wallabies in the semi-finals. So third time hey. lucky, maybe. Hey, who knows? <laughs> Yeah, look, honestly, you're flying under the radar, Franco. Like they, they are a side that can upset anyone on their day. We saw what they did when they flew, flew to New Zealand, Christchurch last year, and they got their first result on home soil. What have you made of their World Cup so far from an Argentina perspective? Um, it's it's really hard to to gauge where they are at the moment because they haven't performed. Maybe it's because they're flying under the radar, or maybe it was. Mm. It's it's the best they can provide. That That is a question that I still can't answer. I would say that uh, they've been very... Um, they haven't yet performed to the level they can play. Uh, maybe they, we're still yeah. waiting for that one game. They've had bits and pieces. Definitely not in the opening game against England. They were awful that day. And they recovered from that. They had 13 very long days in which <laughs> we were all pestering them about how they were going to recover, how they were going to recover. and. Mm. And it was, I mean, the, the, the cycle of, of matches with no match on that weekend was, was long, but it probably allowed them to de- dip inside themselves and look at what needed to be done. Uh, they were a bit better against Samoa. They won that game. That was also a hard game. Uh, Chile was always going to be a win, so they used all the reserves. And then, yeah, Japan, they showed some glimpses of what they can do, but it wasn't a perfect game. Same with Wales. I mean, uh, they're still far off uh, their best rugby. I don't know if it's going to happen on Friday here in Paris. How much motivation or or game game wise will they take from that game last year when they beat New Zealand in New Zealand, particularly at the Rolling Moor area? It's probably an area for concern with the All Blacks, the Rolling Moor defence. The Irish nearly upset us and got us there. Is that something? Thing or somewhere you think that they will target come set come Friday? I think they will target. If anything, Michael Checker is is very wise. He's he's been there, done that. He knows he knows his rugby very well. Um, he's 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 a tough customer, and, and he knows what is needed from his team. Uh, I don't think you need much more motivation than playing in a in a semi final of rugby World Cup and against the All Blacks, but. That will be in the bank, in the memory bank, and and in that sense, knowing that you can beat these guys, which they haven't done until 2020, uh, now they've done twice. It's going to help, but motivation it will come from just just where they are. In the in the in the World Cup and an opportunity to go into a final. What, what is it about Argentinians when they play the the World Cup? Um, the All Blacks, Frankie. Where do they think they've got it over the, over the All Blacks? <laughs> um, it's it's very hard because uh, how how do you beat the All Blacks? That's why they lose so mm. so few games. I mean, I don't know if it's still in the nineties. They're 
percentage of wins. So so you just beat them when when you have the perfect game and when the All Blacks just they, they you find chinks in their armor, which could be the rolling mole. It could be I don't know. Just mm. it's it's very hard to see with our naked eyes, without the deep deep analysis analysis teams to uh, where to beat the All Blacks. So I'd say it's. It's very, 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 very hard and very improbable that Argentina would beat them. But again, uh, it's such a mental game. It's such a, um, it's it's such a big stage. And did the All Blacks have their game they needed to have uh, last the, this weekend? And it'll be hard for them to rise again and rise against a team they know that they beat them more than the, what they lost. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a poker game in terms of of how how they deal with the mental side of things. What have you made of Michael Checker and the coaching group? We know him for, for from being his time at the Wallabies and kind of the masterstroke of manipulating the meter in mind games. And this week he's come out earlier and spoke about the travel delays that has been upsetting for Argentina. Is that all part of the mind games? I believe it is. I think uh, <laughs> he's trying to give uh, the siege mentality uh, of the world is against us. Everybody's against us. Had they lost, Wales would have had to go through the same thing. And it's, from what I understand, it's something that had been decided ages ago. So you're complaining about something that uh, it is what it is. I personally would have stayed in Marseille for an extra two, three days. World Cup is finished in Marseille. Everybody left town. I left yesterday on the planes. Uh, the plane, sorry. Uh, I wanted to take two earlier trains and I was told, no, they're full. So I had to take my 308 train back to to Paris. So everybody was leaving. And he likes to be as far away from the maddening crowd as he can. And uh, it would have played perfectly just in, just in Marseille. I mean, they, it's not like they have to take public transport to get to the next destination. So I think there's a bit of uh, let's work this siege mentality. The world is against us. And he's, he's a master of that. I mean, I don't agree, but uh, he knows his gig. He does know his gig. Frankie, how about how uh, Czech has impacted the way Argentina, the Pumas, play rugby? Uh, we've seen him uh, there for a couple of years. They've been very successful, beating the All Blacks twice since he's been coached. David Kidwell obviously running the defence. What's that impact been like on Pumas rugby and how have you seen the team change under them? I think what he hasn't been able to deal with is with the inconsistency. I mean, they've been very consistent and being inconsistent. Uh, but they beat the Oblast and they did the, the following week they lose by 50. So, I mean, they haven't, they haven't uh, been on the same uh, wavelength after every game. So what they have achieved in this World Cup, and, and they've said it from that uh, first day after losing against England, is now we have every game as a final because had they lost against Samoa, they would have been out. Had they lost against Chile, they would have been out. Same with Japan, same with Wales. So they, they had that mentality of, guys, it's now or never. And I think that is something that he's worked very well. On the technical side, um, Chica has his, uh, his uh, rugby book and, and he, he plays that way, sends three guys uh, to the, at every, at every uh, breakdown. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't think he has changed much. He's, he's a coach. Of course, he evolves with the game, but... Uh, you know what to expect from him. So I, I, I would imagine that um, both both him and, and the Oblak's uh, coaching staff, uh, or both the Argentine and the Oblak uh, coaching staff, will be just trying to dig very deep to find uh, 
where to attack or how to defend. I mean, it's it's two teams that uh, know each other. It's two teams that know what the opposition are going to do. And, of course, Argentina and, and everybody, I mean, most teams have been all uh, talking the same as if, as if they had been media coached by the same company. They all talk the same, but Argentina saying that they worry about themselves and not about the opposition. I very much doubt that they're not knowing exactly what the All Blacks are going to be aiming for. Hey, Frankie, what do you make of the appointment of Angus Gardner to, to referee the match? Do you think that's going to benefit Argentina or having a, a Southern Hemisphere referee? No, I think it makes sense to have Southern Hemisphere referees uh, for, for this final. Um, uh, a lot has been said about the referees. I know they worked very hard and I don't think they go with bias or, or whatever. or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't really have an opinion. I think it's it's a good appointment. I mean, I mean, what it means is that basically uh, there's two guys that could make it uh, referee the final. So I guess it'll go to... Uh, Jeez, the name escapes me, the Englishman. If England don't make it to the final, which I don't think England have it in them to, to go to the final. So, Wayne Barnes, thanks. Uh, so, but uh, I think both appointments are okay. And it makes sense that uh, Northern Man should be a referee for, for, uh, for the other test. As, as uh, South Africa now play much of the rugby in the Northern Man anyway. anywhere. Beautiful, we love it. Uh, what about Sanchez, Nicolas Sanchez? Obviously, I played a lot against him. He's a quality man, but he's coming off the bench. He's adding a, a lot of impact. They call him uh, Mr. Fixer, bringing a lot of impact. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 actually very interesting when when they name the teams mm. and they he wasn't involved in the f- first test against England. He wasn't even in the bench, but uh, after that, every time he they they name him in in the in the squad before the game. He gets the biggest cheer. And the fact is that uh, the team management is seeing in, 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 in our fly half Carreras uh, something that the naked eye again, I mean, and it's uh, you've been involved at, at the highest level, so you know the level of uh, scrutiny and analysis that goes into mm. into preparing a game and let alone a semifinal. But I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, criticism about uh, Carreras' uh, fly half play. He's uh, extremely good player and he should be in the team maybe as as fullback uh, but then what you do with Malia but that's another that I'm not answering your question but uh, so basically we just don't understand why Sanchez isn't getting more more time yeah. but uh, he got a bit more against against Wales the other day and, and he made an impact but he needs to be more he, he needs to be involved a bit more uh, and then, yeah, we we could always remember that he scored every point uh, in 2001, in 2020 when when the Pumas finally beat the All Blacks. But but it's mm-hmm. what he's doing today, and and he's got no tomorrow. He's got no club contract uh, or none that oh. has been announced uh, from uh, yeah from uh, the following week after the final. So so he's he's playing for for his future as well, even though he's turning 35, I think it is uh, after the final. Good stuff, Frankie. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, have, have you got a prediction for us before we let you go? The, the heart, of course, says Argentina, but the, the, the brain and the experience says that uh, the All Blacks will, will actually win the World Cup. Ooh. Love to hear it. Love Thanks. to hear it, Frankie. Thank you very much, my friend. Enjoy Cheers, the rest Frankie. of your time in France and uh, enjoy the game this weekend. C'est un plaisir, mon ami.
<risa> ah, Gracias. 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 Gracias.